fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Pile And welcome to the Fantasy Fullback Dive brought to you by the good people at the Rotor Street Journal. We are paving your way to fantasy glory. We are acting as your lead blocker to fantasy excellence. We're making all your football-related fantasies come true. And we're getting into the fantasy, uh, you know, kind of the playoff weeds here. Getting into it. And we got a nice Thursday night matchup for you. Bills, Patriots, last place Patriots, who, by the way, would be like first place in the NFC South. Go figure. (laughs) Anyway, I'm your host, Nat The Truth Jones. With me, as always, the struggling for sleep. Wolf of Rotor Street himself. How you doing, Wolf? You jacked on coffee. As you allude to, I'm pretty damn tired. Rare uh, 7 p.m. coffee over here. Probably wouldn't be drinking it if my pats weren't on after this. But, man, you know i got to make it through that game, too. So probably another full night of restlessness. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't been sleeping. But, hey, maybe it's my maybe it's like you said, the fantasy playoffs on the horizon. And They're I looming. Swear, it's always people dancing in my head. Nobody more these days than Gabe Davis. Do I play him? Do I not? I guess we're going to have to decide momentarily here. But, yeah, let's dive into it. We got a crazy week 13, as you allude to. It is an extension of the playoffs for most of us, do or die time for many, hunting for buys for others, and a lot of us just hoping to not become last place. So let's make sure we get those lineups for you. Perfect. We'll back. We'll preview tonight's game. We'll cover all the news we need to get to for week 13. We'll hit my higher, lower, Hail Marys. And then, of course, for the vast majority of the time, we're hitting your questions. So get those questions on in. Hit that thumbs up button as we get live here. It would be so greatly appreciated to help us get out to more people. Wolfpack, whether you're here live, catching the replay, either way, if you enjoy the content, please do consider that meager thumbs up. It does go such a long way for us. So thanks again so much for being here. Let's dive in, Truth. All right, Bills at New England. Patriots are getting four points over under 43 and a half. Bills 5-5-1 five, five, and one against the spread this year. Patriots 6-4-1 and one against the spread. What do you think? I mean, obviously uh, – Bills should be and are be and are favored. What do you think? Are you willing to give up four uh, betting on the Bills on the road against Patriots defense, which is pretty good? You know me. I'm as homer as they come. Yeah. I, I will try to sing the praises of the Pats whenever I can, and I just don't see it here. The last two times we faced the Bills, the Bills haven't punted. And, yes, our defense has looked good at times, but we just got demolished by the Vikings, who aren't all that special in my opinion. I think they're more fraudulent than these bills are, even if the records don't look quite that way. So honestly, as much as I hope it's a patch when it's a cold night, it's Thursday, it's a short week. Maybe they can keep it close. Cause you never know. Belichick has schemed against Josh Allen plenty and they've had good results in the past. Just not the recent past. Not recently. Rough. <laughs> Very rough recently. So honestly, as much as it pains me to say it, I'm going to take the bills with the points. I'd like to think we could hit that over of 43 and a half just because I think the Bills themselves could get to 27, could get 43 points. and a half. Right. But yeah, I, I'm nervous about that too. It was nice to see Mac Jones and the offense start to get into their groove 380 yards for Mac last week. So maybe we do get a nice and back and forth affair. To me, my prediction is this is going to be kind of a kicker battle where Tyler Bass just boots a few more through. Josh Allen scores one or two more touchdowns than Mac does. And we end up losing by about six or so. That's what my prediction is. What about you, Truth? What are you What are you thinking? I'm taking the Bills in the over. 
And you know me, I like to hammer the under, but I don't know. I and and maybe I'm just kidding myself on the Bills at this point. Maybe they're just not as good. I mean, you said maybe, the, maybe you said the the Vikings are more fraudulent than the Bills. I've managed to. I, I still don't think the Bills are fraudulent. I do think the Vikings are fraudulent. Yeah. I absolutely do. I think the Bills are really good. I think they've clicked, although they've been a little iffy at times. I'm expecting the Bills to win by ten. I don't know, and I think they're going to go. Win. And I think they're going to go over. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about the Patriots. Again, yeah. last place in the division. Can you believe they're last place in the division with an over 500 record? It's crazy. It's wild. I hope all the entire AFC East makes it. I mean, it sure could. That would be cool. This year, the way the playoffs are shaking out. I think if the season ended right now, wouldn't they all make it, if I'm not mistaken? Or maybe the Bengals are now ahead of us. I'm not sure. Either way, just a couple notes for tonight, too, that you want yeah. to make sure to have ready. Damian Harris is not playing. You obviously know what the takeaway is. Ramondre Stevenson, top five running back. Already is even when Harris is in the lineup. So when he's gone, it's just that much more of a lock. So he, for me, he's my DraftKings captain tonight, even over Allen. Like, yes, Allen might outscore him, but the price differential, I like to get them both into my lineup and putting Ramondre in at the captain is making that more palatable. Uh, Jacoby Myers will be playing in week 13. He's been pretty weak lately, though. Hasn't topped nine PPR points in a long time. He's hovered right around there. You still have that nice floor. He is usable, but... Not a guy I'm over excited to get to. I got, for example, Gabe Davis or Jacoby Myers for a question. And if that's where I'm going, if I have to go down to Jacoby Myers, I might as well just roll the dice on Gabe and hope for that 30-point blow up. I'll tell you guys, though, out there, and we'll weigh some of these options as we go. I have to decide between, like, Christian Watson and Gabe Davis or Brandon Ayuk. I have to pick two of them. And I think I'm sitting Gabe tonight. Like, I've had enough of his shit. He obviously, and this is why you should all play him. As soon as I put him on the bench, we know he's going to erupt. As soon as like, any of us put him on the bench, we continue to tout him as a every week start. Everybody in the industry does. And suddenly he's finally benchable against New England on a cold night. And that's when we're going to get 35 points, right? Four as touchdowns. Catching splinters. But I'm benching him myself. Truth, I know you have some teams with Gabe Davis. Is he finding your way to the bench or what's your thoughts on him tonight? I think if you gave me the options uh, of Christian Watson, Brandon Ayuk, and him, I'd probably bench Gabe Davis. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and I, I really hate saying that because it's much like we've we've rehashed this Allen Robinson thing many times. But those were the guys where I was just like, "This is a sure thing." It can't go wrong. <laughs> right? I, I was so sure. Oh. I've been so wrong on both those guys. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I hear you as far as not playing him. Also, there's some offensive line uh, messing up going for the Patriots. And, and Vaughn Miller, of course, has gone to IR. How long do you think he's going to be out for? So it obviously has to be at least four weeks. I imagine with it that close to the playoffs, like they're probably holding him off until their playoff game at this point. Uh, assuming they obviously don't need like a week 18 win and in type of situation. I don't think they'll be that desperate at that point. So I don't think we'll see Vaughn Miller till the playoffs start. I, but yeah, I guess it makes those line injuries, as you mentioned, not quite as impactful without uh, Isaiah Wynn. Trent Brown's on the injury report. I think he's going to be in. I think Wynn sucks anyway, so I don't even think it's a loss to have him out. Uh, but it will be a big loss if Trent Brown is out because uh, Kajust is also questionable too. And he's been pretty questionable even when he's in the lineup. Yeah. I don't like him <laughs> at all. So we will see here. But again, my predictions, I think it's going to be a lot of kickers. I'm going Captain Ramondre. I'm benching Gabe. I don't ah, – I'm so nervous. I'm so terrified about – Yeah, we've game. seen his upside. I mean, the guy – His upside is like unparalleled. 35, Amazing. 40. But anyway, like, uh, 27, uh, 27, 17, Bills. 
Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right, let's get into quarterback news. There's just a little bit Justin Fields' shoulder issue. He did practice in full on Thursday, but there's Nathan Peterman looming in the background. <laughs> Better be watching over your shoulder right, when you got right. the man watch, in five Watch your back, now. Fields. Looming there. <laughs> oh, man. The big thing we'll, you got to track, though, is is he going to be limited at all? It sounds like he's going to play. We got to track out here now. Is Fields going to still be mobile? Is he still going to be running? It wasn't a leg injury. It's a shoulder injury to his non-throwing hand. Uh, so ultimately, I think we're going to get full go, Justin Fields. But if the coaching staff, like we're going to dial him back, protect Justin Fields, I don't we'll ever get a report of that nature. But if you did get one, you'd have to be a little bit questionable. But against a Green Bay team that gave up, what, like 170 rush yards to Jalen Hurts last week? I mean, you got to have Fields in your lap. And, and, you- and they said, like, hey, that's our top priority is shutting him down. He had like 105 yards after the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> that was nuts. I mean, that is a bad run, D. So I'm firing fields up, even with that good secondary on the other side. I think. By the way, uh, very funny when when you said the question is, is he going to be limited? I was right after I talked about Peterman in my head. I was just like, he's always limited. Okay, like he's <laughs> extreme. Limited. He's extremely limited. And then I realized <laughs> you were talking just, about fields. Yeah, it's like he's limitation. he's permanent on whatever the limited list is. He's limited. His talent extremely limited. There's a real cap <laughs> on what you can expect Nathan Peterman to do. Anyway. Say the two guys behind the mic microphones on a Thursday night here it's <laughs> so limited that this NFL caliber talent well, he's not really NFL caliber talent moving right, forward exactly. <laughs> listen you know I know I, I know I'm a, a microphone jockey and I still feel extremely comfortable talking shit about Nathan Peterman yeah I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah no no doubt there Matthew Stafford is not going to be playing this week it sounds like concussion neck McVay saying it's safe to say Stafford won't be playing in week 13 the real question is do we even see Stafford again if I'm the Rams, absolutely I no not. To. Why in the world yeah. would you play Stafford for the rest <laughs> no of the reason. season? Him, Cup, obviously, Allen Robinson's already done for the year as well. So I wouldn't expect to see Stafford. Allen Robinson was done for the year in week one. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It was, it was done before it started. Moving on to the running back position. Najee Harris, oblique, did not practice on Thursday. Uh, Ian Rapport reported that he did not suffer a serious abdomen issue in week 12, but that his week 13 status is, and this is a direct quote, up in the air. I will say that Najee won me my game last week. I did not have very good options. I was down a few points going into the last game, and he did kind of like, you know, tip his tip himself into the end zone and got me the win. So thanks, Najee. <laughs> tip himself into the end that's, that's a perfect way to describe Najee. Well, it was like, it was, it was less like he plowed in and more like gravity just kind of took over. Yeah, just plod, right. plod, plod, plod. But the big thing, too, here, there actually is an actual takeaway for the 30 of you with us. One, please do get that thumbs up button. It would be so greatly appreciated if you like it and can help us get out to more people, shares, likes, comments, retweets, all that good stuff. Get the questions on in. I see that mailbag growing. But also – Go pick up Jalen Warren. He's only 25% rostered right now. We're going to talk more about why he's so talented and such an intriguing pickup later on my Hail Mary for running back. I'll give the spoiler away. It's Jalen Warren. But the fact that he's only 25% rostered, I mean, three weeks ago when this guy was lighting it up behind Najee Harris, if you told me he was making a start the next week, he would have been 100% rostered. The fact that he was injured last week and we saw Benny, Benny Snell actually play okay. It's not going to be Benny Snell. It's going to be Jalen Warren. Benny Snell himself has been limited. Go pick up Jalen Warren. Drop your kicker. Do what you got to do. We'll figure it out later. Just pick up Jalen Warren and see what he does. Christian McCaffrey practiced. Oh, we got a super chat. Let's make sure to address Steven that Drake first. Steven Drake threw us five bucks. I don't trust Myers tonight. Should I wait and flex Warren, Knight, or Pittman? Also, I need upside this week. Should I play? Uh, it says have Davis. I'm sure he means Gabe Davis tonight. Yes. Uh, so – 
Of course, and, and it sucks because I don't really like Gabe Davis in the spot tonight. But if you need upside, again, nobody else is like, dripping he, with upside. He, He's he unfortunately also dripping truly, with downside. Exactly. Like he truly the most upside. You know they're going to be giving their number one attention to Stefan Diggs. That's what Belichick does, sell out to stop the number one. So there is a chance Gabe Davis is that dude tonight and has a 30-point day. So if you need upside, like, yes, of course, it's Gabe Davis. To me, I'm not playing. I have Christian Watson, who I think has a similar, a lower ceiling, but a similar too. ceiling and a higher floor. I'm playing Christian Watson over him. So I, I don't love Davis tonight, but I have to. If you need upside, then here's the push you need. You got to play Davis. If you're like a 30-point underdog, he's the type of guy that can close that gap for you. You could also widen that gap before your week even begins. So he makes me real nervous, Stephen Drake. Uh, and thank you so much, by the way. I didn't even say thank you before. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Um, but yeah, if you need upside, you got to play Davis. That's that's what he's made for. He's boom. He's bust. Probably going to bust, in my opinion. But if you need the boom, you got to go for it. And yeah, I don't trust Myers much either. I think he's pretty capped either way. So one of Warren, Knight, or Pittman, any of those three, I think, will end up being better options. Okay. Um, right now, if it's Warren starting, who we were just talking about, he's going to be the guy, I guess, Atlanta for, for the Steelers. So it'd probably be him. Um, but Pittman also looking really solid the last couple of weeks. So he's ahead of Myers anyways in my receiver ranking. So I'd say definitely wait this one out, whether you slide in Pittman to the flex or we feel better about Warren or uh, Knight heading into the weekend because Carter and Najee are officially ruled out. Then we can figure it out from there. But, yes, I'm with you. Sit Myers tonight. You need the upside. Then, yeah, you got to roll the dice on Davis. You do. And thanks for uh, thanks for the support. Just for the record, we will try to get to – it seems pretty likely we'll get to the mailbag with some uh, time to go today, but you never know. Uh, sometimes stuff comes up. If there's something you're desperate about and you really just need to know, or if you just feel like throwing us a few bucks, uh, we appreciate it, and we'll definitely get to your question right away. Getting back to running back news, Christian McCaffrey, knee issue, practiced on Thursday. We've talked uh, quite a bit about how underwhelming he's been. Uh, this can't help. No, it can't. But the fact that he was running in full speed, there was worries he might actually sit this game out. But I think this is going to be one of the biggest parameters. Like when you're facing another playoff bound team, Miami, you're facing your protege over there in Mike McDaniels. Like if he doesn't get nearly all the snaps in a week like this, assuming the game stays as tight and as shootout style as I think it might, that's going to be a real flag, a real, real red flag for him. But now that we got Eli Mitchell done for the year, I think this could be another like huge spot for Christian McCaffrey to kind of regain his footing and towards that, like, you remember the game where he caught a touchdown, threw a touchdown, ran a touchdown. I'm not saying he'll do that, but I think a multi-touchdown day, like reestablishing the faith, maybe I'm just trying to hype myself up because I have McCaffrey, but it has been worrisome. There's no doubt about it. I think this is the type of spot where, if it's not now, when <laughs> type Who of situation. Th- this is off the subject, but kind of on the subject. Where do you put the Niners in the NFC right now? I really like them. I think I do too. I do too. I I don't have a team in the NFC I could say I confidently would take above them. Even the Eagles, who I I do like the Eagles, I do not think the Eagles are frauds. No, they're not frauds, but I kind of think the Niners maybe are better. I think so. Top to bottom, if they're healthy, like they have the more more experience there too. You know, yeah. I I think they're right at the top. Like those are my top two teams there. Travis Etienne, limited in Thursday's practice. Seems like he's going to be good to go. Sounds like he could have even returned to the game, but Hasty was rolling well. They didn't want to upset anything there. But I would expect Etienne in, and of course against the Lions, he should be in your lineups. You know that. 
Joe Mixon was limited in Thursday's practice. Uh, he's not out of the concussion protocol yet, but he has had back-to-back practices, so that's a good sign uh, as far as him playing against the Chiefs. Uh, and obviously, if he suits up, you know, he's an RB1. Oh, yeah. How about that game, by the way? We get that and the Miami 49ers game at the and the uh, 4 o'clock slate. I'm very excited. That's going to be awesome. There's two, two likely playoff matchups right there. Like I, I love it. Going to be a great weekend of football, folks. Gibson not practicing on Thursday with a foot injury. He did practice limited on Wednesday, so that's always tricky when you see the midweek downgrade. There's not a real more clarity on that quite yet, but you obviously got to track him, and honestly, I don't think he belongs in your lineups either way. Lenny Fournette did not end up playing last week. Uh, He did practice on Thursday. He's dealing with that hip issue. You got to think even if he plays, I don't know what the percentage will be, but he's kind of split in time now, you know? Absolutely. I think Rashad White gets the start, and they've talked about riding the hot hand. Rashad White's looked really solid. I know he hasn't lit the world on fire yet, but I don't think he gives that job up. He's four and a half yards of carry, something like that. It's not bad. He's looked better than Fournette has, at least recently, uh, the recent Fournette. So, yeah, I imagine this would be a 60-65% Rashad White backfield, in which case I like him. I like him again, even with Fournette out there. Raheem Mostert, limited in practice. Uh, He was already downgraded to about a 30% role. I imagine that does continue here. But – He'll likely be out there. I just don't think he's startable against a really, really good run D for the 49ers. Michael Carter is sidelined Thursday's practice, man. I was just thinking back to the Jets and how for that brief period when Brees Hall was was blowing it up and we were just like, ah, man, how about those Jets? I, I think the Jets are actually kind of good. The running back situation is, is you know, man, do you ever just like sit there and kind of regret that Brees is out? Because they could have really – and also that they didn't throw away a couple games just by having Zach Wilson play. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Mike White had played this whole year. There's a real chance they were like nine and like three right now. Nine. Joe and Flacco could have played this whole year and they could be nine and three. Potentially. Uh, yeah. It, it's Brees Hall was looking so damn good. And, and just crazy thing. Cause I, how many times did you just shit on the jets all summer? And I was included. That was like my part-time job was just shitting on the jets <laughs> so, and the giants. Yeah, exactly. Both New York teams really turning around right now. Yeah. Oh, man. I kind of still think the Giants are a fraud, though. Yeah, just, I do, too. FYI. I think okay. they got the right, like, staff in place. They just don't have the right players to play. Yeah, they still up. suck. I, I know yeah. their record's better than I thought it would be, but I actually kind of think the Jets are good. I, I really – their defense is very, very good, and now they have pieces, and if Mike White's the real deal, whew, they, they, could be, they could be a tough out in the playoffs, I'll tell you that. It's uh, so Derek funny, McKin- by the way, that the Patriots keep beating them. Yeah, exactly. unless we match up with them. Exactly. I love it. We'll always be their daddy. Jarek McKinnon hamstring not practicing on Thursday. That is pretty big note because Isaiah Pacheco could be looking at that three-down role. We know Melvin Gordon was signed, but it sounds like he's still on the practice squad. We'll know more Saturday if he's going to be elevated or not. But it sounds like it could be a three-down game for Pacheco would be a really nice start if that's the case. We are seeing a few comments um, asking questions about tonight. And so a couple people have said like they're, they're new to the show. We will try to get to everything hopefully well before kickoff. Um, we will. You, can, you can always, yeah, I think we will too. I don't, it's not a super full docket. So be patient. Uh, thanks for joining us. Give us a like, give us a subscribe. Cheers. Thanks for joining us. Welcome um, to the show. Yeah. We will definitely hit all the questions before the end. It's like you said, truth too. If you have something urgent, you got to get it in there. Just toss a super chat. Even if it's a small one, it will, our, our guy, David Campanelli's watching the streets right now. He'll make sure we're aware of any super chats that do come in. Uh, would be greatly appreciated. You support your boys and you can cut the line. We'll cut whatever we're doing and get right to your question. Uh, but we should have enough time. I really so think we'll get to everything time. today. Uh, um, so we should get there. Thumbs up right. for 35 of you out there. If you like it, 
and you're new, as you said, please do consider subscribing. And by the end of the show, if you do enjoy it, we'd love to have you back. We go live four times a week. Uh, rounding out the running back news, Cam Akers, due to illness, did not practice on Wednesday. And this falls into the bucket of news that I could not care less about. <laughs> um, it, you know, there's there's nothing that could make me care less about this piece of news. So the move, only, moving the forward. The only reason to mildly care about it is Kyron Williams might be a f- true three-down back. And at the end of the day, volume is volume is volume. And I still wouldn't even love Kyron Williams if he was the only guy in this backfield. He hasn't even looked – no, that me great. either. That's but why I couldn't care less. 20 touches or 20 touches, even if they're shit. Yeah, 20 touches could easily get you 26 yards behind this line. <laughs> Especially behind – yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Uh, moving on to the wide receiver position, some big heavy hitters in this one, especially Debo Samuel here at the top. He had a quad injury, not practicing on Thursday after practicing on Wednesday. You never like the midweek downgrades, as we were mentioning earlier. So this is certainly something to track. Uh, this is a big-time game, and again, as mentioned, Kyle Shanahan facing off with his protege. I love this game. When we get to higher, lower Hail Mary, we'll be talking a lot about this shootout-style game because I think it's going to go off the rails with points, uh, even though it's two good defenses, too. We will find out if he's going to play or not, but obviously a big upgrade to IU, big downgrade for Jimmy G, should Debo miss I feel like he's going to play, though. It's, he's the type of guy that guts these things out. We'll see. We we do have a quick super ha- uh, chat to hit, but I'm just going to do this next piece of news real fast. Jamar Chase, hip injury. He was limited in Thursday's practice. That's two limited practices in a row. Uh, we'll see what happens with him. Obviously, he's a monster weapon if he plays. The Bengals are a team that I just feel like are kind of rounding into form, and I just I, I think are, uh, you know, we talked about Super Bowl regression for the Bengals. Uh, really, the Super Bowl regression came for the Rams. Uh, yeah. I actually think the Bengals are, are all business and uh, AFC has got some really good teams in it, but I think the Bengals are going to be a real uh, pain in the ass for anybody. Absolutely. AFC playoff picture is going to be so fun this year. I do think Jamar Chase is going to be out there. And if he's out there, he's obviously in your lineup. It's like the, the I mean, you, you know that there's no yeah. need to go into that. Remember what he did against the Chiefs last year? Like 55 points in your fantasy championship? Oh, yeah, that was all it right. Was beautiful. It was beautiful. He did okay for a couple of people. Mountain, Mountain Man, man. Uh, throwing us two bucks. We appreciate it. Thank Full you. PPR pick two. Gabe Davis, uh, this is a timely one. Rashad White or Pickens? Uh, this is a crazy pick one. My brother, yeah, my brother texted me the same exact question just before we went live, Mountain Man. So it's funny. I'm on the train where I'm sitting Gabe Davis here. And again, we really? know how terrifying it is. Really? Yeah. Not yeah, I, I love Pickens. He's facing Atlanta this week. We'll talk about him in higher, lower Hail Mary. He's been rolling right now. He's had better weeks than Gabe Davis in like all but one of the last five weeks. I looked at it side by side because I was trying to help my brother out. George Pickens is outscored in, in almost every single week across the last five. So in a nice matchup, I, I have a harder time benching Pickens than I do Davis right now. I just, I, I'm worried he's going to flop in a cold night. And it, I don't know. And Rashad White, like we were talking about, I think he gets 65% of the work. It is a tough question because, again, like, I hate this question. I mean, not that it's a bad question. It's a great question. That's why I hate it so that's much. That's why I hate it. Exactly. Because it's like really tough. Like, I almost just feel like it's it's kind of Russian roulette here. Like, I would probably go Davis and White and I wouldn't feel too good about it. I just really don't believe in the Steelers. But the Wolf's given you actual data, data, however the hell you want to pronounce that word. Uh, that that Pickens is putting up bigger numbers than Davis. Ultimately, that's what fantasy is all about. Obviously, if you're going upside, Davis is the upside king. But yeah, of course. But, and that's, that's what I wanted to add too. Is again, if it, you know your matchup, if you're the underdog, if you need the explosion, just like Stephen Drake said earlier, you got to kind of roll with Davis because he does have that huge upside. 
And he does – I feel like in the past he's caught touchdowns against the Patriots like almost every time too. I don't know why. Maybe just anecdotal and I'm just having like PTSD. So I, it makes me – this question makes me so nervous. Like I recommending anybody to sit Gabe Davis and me, myself, I'm, I'm at least following the advice I'm giving you. I'm sitting him four pickings in a league myself. So either way, like it's it's so scary, and I'm gonna feel so bad if he, if he has 40 points for myself, but obviously even more so for you guys if I tell you to bench him. But I just if I go I'm with the wolves, somebody- don't listen to don't listen to me on this seriously. Like the wolves actually uh, doing his research now. I will say no, as, as as an aside point, uh, Jeff Lee, who we love when he uses all caps, <laughs> has used his all caps here to let us know that Gabe Davis sucks ass. So, <laughs> so you need a further push right, than that. Right. If, actually, you, if you can't decide there's a tie between me and the truth, I, or me and the wolf, there you go. I, you, you've beat me in a lot of ties this year. I'm not going to lie. Like, you always remind me when you do, too. He always I do. I, that's Gabe. true. I do <laughs> but, remind you. But if I'm going to sit somebody, like if I'm playing Davis, I honestly would sh- sit Rashad White before I'd sit Pickens. That's how good I feel about Pickens this week. But I also really, really like Rashad White. So involved as a receiver last week. No Gio Bernard involvement at all. That was a concern going in. Gio Bernard. In PPR, I think Rashad White's going to catch like (laughs) eight balls again. Oh, man. This is is such a hard one, Mountain Man. I'm so sorry. I usually can like at least be firm and just like these are the two I really feel good about. I I don't have that here. I I truly like it is such a tough, tough call. I personally go Pickens and White. Uh, Truth, you're saying Davis and White? I might go Davis and Pickens, but I, but I'm but I'm 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 starting Davis. I don't yeah. know. White, I like White. It's I hate running back platoon. You just don't know what the hell's gonna happen. Like yeah, I, I, as a talent, yeah, sure. Anyway, that's our two dollar analysis, Mountain Man. Hope well, that helps. We did our best for you, Mountain Man. Thank you right. so much for your support of the show. It is greatly um, greatly appreciated. All right, so Mike. Back to our wide receivers here. Mike Williams didn't practice Thursday. Ankle injury. I don't think he's gonna play this week. Personally, yeah. Uh, I I don't think he is either. It just seems like it's lingering, and they he's think, such a pain in the ass to own. Exactly. Hopefully they learn their lesson. Thankfully, I have Josh Palmer on the team where I have Mike Williams, my big league here. So that's at least been nice. It's almost like I'm almost at the point like I want them to just rest Mike Williams until the playoffs. They don't, who knows if they'll even make the playoffs, just so I can have Palmer be untouched. Because last time out, Williams showed up, and then Palmer goes off for 120 and two touchdowns. Will Williams get hurts on the first play? Like. It's going to put my mind in a pretzel when he returns. I do not think that's going to be as early as this week. So keep firing up Josh Palmer, folks. Uh, and I want to keep now. Palmer unsullied out there. Exactly. Jerry Judy not practicing. He was listening his day-to-day starting in week 10. It's been a lot of days that have gone by since then. Don't expect him out there. And honestly, don't really care because anything tied to Russell Wilson is as valuable as the dump I just took before the show. <laughs> Romeo Dubs was limited in practice. On Thursday, um, you know, Matt LaFleur said he looked good for whatever that's worth. The Packers are such a train wreck right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't even know how much this matters at this point. I, if I'm starting Packers receivers, Dubs is uh, he's probably my third choice. I, I think the, uh, I 100% agree. I think the only reason it matters isn't for Dubs himself. Similar to the Cam Akers news, you're not playing Akers. You're not probably trusting Dubs this early. Just a matter of does this shake up the Christian Watson breakout experience? My guess, absolutely not. I'm playing Watson over Gabe Davis again today, but it would just be a real pain in the ass if Dubs comes back and then suddenly we see Watson snaps drop to like 60%. He's played too damn well, though. I, don't I feel like he's earned way. it. He's yeah. he's earned his time. He's going to be in there. I don't 
I don't see this affecting anything. Kevin Rice has got a, a super chat. Hey, us. thank you, Kevin. So generous. Full Appreciate PBR it. pick two, and at least one of them's got to be a wide receiver. White, Pittman, Pierce, Palmer slash Mike Williams. Let's call that Palmer. And uh, Kay Williams. Go ahead. Whew. Okay, so for the receiver, I think I'm leaning the Chargers. I do. Yeah, me too. I, I feel too. better about Pittman these days, but even still, I don't. I never want to have to trust Matt Ryan if I don't have to, and I don't think you have to. I'd rather put my faith in Justin Herbert and whoever is starting there for those guys. Uh, and then I'm going to go Rashad White, yeah. definitely in full PPR again. I think he's going to catch a bunch of dump offs just like last time, and. I just I don't I think I'm gonna go back to Damian Pierce and I know that scares you us. Can't, you're, you're not, we're not picking three. Oh, it's we're, pick two, at least one receiver. Okay, so you, so you're yeah, picking White. Palmer and White. I'm picking Palmer and White. Okay, personally. perfect. Yeah, pa- so I'm going for the receiver. I'm going Chargers, and then I'm going Rashad White. Okay, I thought we had Fair to get enough. a third in there. Um, we'll hope talk that, about Damian Pierce later. Hope so that helps. You can Kevin. hear that too, Kevin. Like why we do like Damian Pierce this week, or at least I do. I don't know about you, Truth. Don't want to speak for you. Uh, but I do I like Rashad that. White more. The Duck says he's becoming unplayable, and the Duck is creepily right about a lot of this stuff a lot of the he, time. And he's been right about him all year. Like, uh, he really Pierce has. Is his guy, so. It's a real thorn in our side. Exactly. Um, um, a friend of mine ha- has described Matt Ryan as looking like a, a, an elderly to middle, a middle-aged to elderly woman. That's how he's described him recently. So that's not what you want under center. Right. (laughs) You know, 55 year old woman. Um, Kadarius Tony hamstring issue will not practice on Thursday. He's been a lot of fun when he has played, um, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, Not practicing Thursday is not a great sign. Time is an endless loop. What a motherfucker. Waste of talent there. Jeez. And then illness wise, all these guys probably should be expected to play, but we're starting to see the illness. Uh, inj- the illness injuries pop up all over the place. So Darius Slayton illness. on Thursday, not practicing. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, and Traylon Burks not practicing, and Michael Gallup not practicing. I do really like Slayton and Burks. I, I like Gallup as a stash, but Slayton and Burks in particular, I like starting, assuming they're good to go. It is one of those things where you wonder if it's like a flu and it lingers and they just kind of suck because not no, most people aren't Michael Jordan out there and just start dominating with a flu. Uh, so just keep those guys in mind. Uh, and, and keep tracking them heading into Sunday. Moving to tight ends, the position that just absolutely blows. The Trail and Burks, Michael Jordan comparisons are just constant these days. <laughs> it never um, ended. David Njoku, knee issue, did not practice Thursday. Uh, Jawan Johnson did not practice on Thursday with an ankle issue. At least neither of them is ill. Yes, exactly. Both both healthy in that in, <laughs> in terms of non illness, not healthy in terms of their bodies. So thank you again. Uh, Wolfpack, for your patience here, we're going to now hit the higher, lower Hail Mary. If you don't mind, again, that thumbs up button would be so greatly appreciated as we get out to more people when you hit it. So please do consider that starting at quarterbacks. All right. You got Tua going at San Francisco. You got him as your QB six. That's only one spot above the experts. Why are we even talking about this? If you have Tua, you're playing him, right? It's one of those things where my rankings are just were tricky this week because I have fields like 30 spots above the ECR because I'm waiting for it to adjust for the yep. injury. So I guess I could say Justin Fields plus 30. I do imagine I'm going to be higher on him because, again, emphasizing the fact that we just saw Jalen Hurts run all over this defense, and Fields has looked like the next like Michael Vick but bigger. He's been an absolute monster as a runner. I mean, what was it, 160 yards in back-to-back weeks, like over 100? Right around. He definitely had like 300 yards over two weeks. It's unbelievable what this guy has done on the ground. So I have no – 
argument against Justin Where did Jalen Hurts' game come in? Was this like the three top quarterback rushing games ever or something? In it the had last, to have been. I mean, it yeah, was close all to All this it, year. I think all three have happened this year. Two for Fields, one for Jalen Hurts, as like last week. Right um, up so there, right. I absolutely am firing up Justin Fields where I have him. Just to put like in perspective who I'd put him over. I have Trevor Lawrence against Detroit. I had to start him last week for Justin Fields. I just picked up Deshaun Watson a few weeks ago. I've been waiting for him to come in. And even still, I would play Justin Fields over either of those guys. I'd love to know, Wolfpack, what you'd do. So if anybody out there wants to answer my questions, Justin Fields versus Trevor Lawrence at Detroit versus Deshaun Watson at Houston, I got to choose one of them. I personally am planning to roll Fields here. What about you, Truth? Who would you go for those three? This is going to fall into the category of something at the beginning of the year I never would have said in a million years. And I would play Fields, assuming he's playing yeah. and relatively healthy in that situation. Watson's upside, sure. I mean, but we haven't seen the guy play in like two years <laughs> or whatever. And yeah. I mean, Fields like, you know, what, floor of like 110 yards rushing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm probably rolling that guy out there. Exactly. Um, but let's just move on to the leadoff. So just to really quickly tell you why. One, I'm getting a lot of questions about him because it's San Fran. It is a tough defense, one of the better uh, teams in the league. But I think a lot of times defenses get a little overvalued when you can just look at what you think the script is going to be for this game. And to me, I do not see a defensive battle at all. I think Mike, uh, Mike McDaniels is an absolute genius. He obviously knows Kyle Shanahan. He knows this team really well. And I think he's going to be, be able to figure out the soft spots. So to me, I'm locking to in. I have him above Lamar Jackson, for example, coming into this week. He was the quarterback yeah, one, four, and three uh, before last week where he got benched at halftime because they were up so big. He had 29, 24, and 23 points to it did. We haven't seen Lamar Jackson finish in the top five since week three, and he's been outside the top 12 in the vast majority of those weeks. I got shit on quite hard after he had 43 and 40 points, Lamar Jackson, and then since then, 15, 16, 17, 11, 22, 18, 16, 23. So yeah, we were down. We were down on Lamar before the year, and then he really crammed it up our ass for a couple of weeks there. But now we look. A I don't bit feel smart. so bad about it anymore. No, he's I don't either. Been nothing but mediocre. I mean, like pretty good. He's been a low end QB one. Yeah, he's fine. not the guy that should have been going in round four. So all that to say, though, I, I love Tua. I love this game. I'm playing my Dolphins with zero hesitation. I'm playing my 49ers with zero hesitation. I think that game's going to be a blast with a ton of points scored. And Mike McDaniel's just uh, McDaniel just kind of looks sketchy. Like he just kind of looks like one of those guys that would be standing outside like an adult video store. I don't know if they still have those, but he just kind of like the mo- adult movie theaters even. Remember like Right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like the one Kiwi Herman theater. got caught messing around in back in the day. <laughs> He's changing the projector back there. <laughs> <laughs> Mike McDaniel, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the pod. Yeah, we Tom, love you, Mike. <laughs> right. Um, I think you're a genius. Tom Brady against the Saints. You got him as your QB 14. That is two spots below the experts. I mean, you he looked old last week, man. He's looked old all year. No, nah, but I mean, week. really, last week he looked old. He was like up there in yards. Um, mm. he, I guess he still is, but I mean, all his completions are like four yards, but right. there's a lot, exactly. but there's a lot of them. Also, Rashad White, the dinks and dunks. But the big thing is he's facing New Orleans, and ever since he's gotten to the Bucks, this has been a real struggle for Brady. Uh, he had 214 yards, zero touchdowns, and interception in his first game against them. 375, four, and two interceptions, so one blowup. But other than that, 209, zero, and three picks. 239, two, and two picks. And then last time out this year, 190 yards and one touchdown, no picks, but still really, really subpar 
Brady against the Saints. And Brady just in general has been subpar. So he's ranked as a QB1. I don't buy it. And I'd like to have him no, on that's bench stupid. if I can. Let's keep rolling. Uh, let's make sure we get through all this so we can hit the mailbag. Uh, your Hail Mary is Mike White. He's 17% owned. He's at the Vikings. I got a question for you real quick, just straight up. Uh, would you start Tom Brady or Mike White if you had them both? Honestly, my rankings have Brady higher, but I'd rather play White. I if think I I'd probably him. start Mike White. <laughs> yeah, I would too. So I'm going to readjust my rankings and bump this guy up. The more I think about him, the more I like. He's only 17% rostered, as you allude to. His one start so far this year, Mike White, QB6, 315 yards, three touchdowns, over 75% completion percentage, over 11 yards per attempt because he has monster yak receivers. Remember, this is like a 49ers-inspired scheme here, and they've got the weapons to execute it. Now that we got the QB, just getting the ball out to the receivers the right way. I think it's a great scheme. I think he's a quality player with good decision-making. I think we're just going to continue to see this. Matt Jones just threw 386 yards on this Viking secondary, so Mike White absolutely could. Shootout-style field of that game, too. I really, really like Mike White this week. All right, and of course we're watching the Deshaun Watson yeah. return. Just we're we're obviously very interested in that. Um, I, I'm just going to say too. I, I get some questions on do I want to start him or not. I do have him at QB twelve, so I do consider him a QB one. But I wouldn't be shocked at all. This is Houston. Let's not forget who is the worst run defense we've seen in a mile. Like Nick Chubb's probably going to run for 200 yards. They can ease Watson back in, and I bet we'll get a bomb. We might get two touchdowns or so. But I'm not expecting like. Watson returns to Houston and just eviscerates the Texans for four touchdowns. I think it's going to definitely be more of a Chubb day. And so that's why I have Justin Fields and even Trevor Lawrence ahead of Deshaun I just Watson. feel like if you're starting Watson, you're doing it a little bit out of desperation this week. You're doing it because you got to win and you don't have another great option. If you got a guy that's been playing QB1 for you, I cannot imagine dumping right. him this week, first week back for Watson. I just feel it. I mean, sure, it could pay off, but I could just, just see you getting burned. Uh, yeah, only if you've been like, sitting on Watson because your QB situation was shit. Because right. you've been sitting you, like, on like, Kirk Cousins I, or something. He absolutely is playable. He's never finished lower than the QB7 in fantasy points per game. Like He is a monster when he's clicking and rolling. It's been a while since he's yeah. been on an NFL field. They have a perfect matchup to kind of ease him in. I'm not expecting huge Watson things, but of course it's the must-watch story of the week for QBs. All right, we're going to running backs. We got like 50 people here. Give us a like, give us a subscribe. Uh, you know, we're going to be hitting the mailbag here pretty soon. Um, we're going into running backs and, you know, our mainstay hire guy, Jeff Wilson, of course, Holy at San Francisco. We got him as our RB14. Um, experts have him all the way down at 21. We love Jeff Wilson. Absolutely love him. And it is the worst matchup for running backs. No team has given up fewer points to the position than the 49ers. But I just mix in revenge game. I think he's going to get plenty of TD chances. And I think Mike McDaniels is going to want his guy to stick it to Shanahan, who traded him away. He was the running back 10 and running back 6, Jeff Wilson, in his first two games with the team. He had 12 points in the first half, finishes the running back 25, despite not even playing. Similar to Tua last week, at all in the second half. So in a game where they're going to need their best to step up big, I like Wilson even in this tough spot to have a nice day. Damian Pierce, we talked about him before. He's playing against Cleveland. You like him at 16, the expert time at 19. Not a huge discrepancy, but why do you like Pierce here? He's been struggling like crazy just because everybody can run on Cleveland. Exactly. He's had three and three <laughs> points in back-to-back weeks. So it is ugly. I can understand the hesitation, but I want to emphasize that I'm going to go back to Pierce where I have him because Cleveland is that abysmal. Only Houston is worse in terms of points allowed Two running backs. Burkhead also might be out, which could open up a little more passing game work for him and keep him. The big risk with Pierce, of course, is how game flow dependent he has been in the past. We know Dare Aguilala might be involved too, which would just really, really suck. But I think, you know, the fact that he had, again, seven straight games of double-digit fantasy points of top 20 running back numbers, 
I, I'm going to go back to the well in this type of matchup. And then if he sucks here, I guess it's never again type of territory. Because if you can't do it against Cleveland, you can't do it against anybody. But I think this is going to be a nice get-right spot for Damian Pierce. What do you think? Uh, how, how many total rushing yards do you think they're going to be in this game? I think it's gonna, oh yeah, because it's to the two. You're right. The two worst run defenses in the league against each right, other. Right, the only team worse than them is Houston. I was like, yeah, they're in the same game. Like this. Yeah. Is be so I mean, Chubb for one fifty, Pierce for a hot ninety himself. Hunt maybe gets sixty. You know, we're we're getting around three hundred or so total rush yards. I bet we'll probably get some rushing yards. Yeah, I think we're going to get a, a fair amount of rushing yards. Yes. Yeah, and Brandon Cooks will have one reception for six yards. Exactly. All right, <laughs> Miles Sanders going against Tennessee, running back twenty-four, four spots lower than the experts. Miles Sanders is so frustrating. He really is. I mean, the running back two last week, thirty <laughs> points. Like he's a monster. So that's really scary to recommend him as a potential bench this week. This is just the respect I have for Tennessee. I think they are a monster run defense. I know the 49ers are giving up even fewer, but I honestly think Tennessee is even better against the pure rush what's been big with Tennessee is they're giving up the third most or the most receptions rather to running backs but that's not Sanders game they take him out for those obvious passing situations so if he's not going to get it done as a receiver I think he's really going to struggle on the ground and you're banking on a touchdown against a really good defense that's given up minimal touchdowns to the running back position so I have him below Zeke Rashad White even Isaiah Pacheco especially if he's a three down back this week pretty worried about Miles Sanders Antonio Gibson at the Giants 31 for you, lower than the experts. They had him at 27. Again, that's kind of a fringe running back two situation. Why are you not a little higher on Gibson? I mean, Brian Robinson had his best game ever. Is that why? And that's a big part of it. Yeah, it looked like Gibson was finally gaining a stranglehold on this backfield just two weeks ago. And how do they repay him after a big, nice effort? He plays less snaps than Brian Robinson, 26 to 30. Sees, you know, less, the same amount of targets. Robinson's the one somehow catches the fucking touchdown. It's just a nightmare committee already. It's such a game flow specific situation. And even when it is game flow specific, it seems like the coaching staff just wants to do anything but help Gibson succeed. And they want to do everything they can for Brian Robinson, who looks worse in my opinion than Gibson out there. But that doesn't matter if whatever we think doesn't matter. It's what the coaches do. So I don't, I just don't trust Gibson this week. I think Robinson's their go-to guy here. All right, we talked about your Hail Mary before. You can talk about it a little more if you want. Jalen Warren, he's 26% rostered. He's going to be the man going at Atlanta. Uh, Snell, also 11% rostered. But it seems to me that if you're going for one of these guys, you're going for Warren. It seems like Snell would kind of be a waste. Absolutely. I would much, much rather have Jalen Warren. He's cleared. He practiced in full already this week. So obviously this hinges on Najee being out. And if he is, I wouldn't be shocked if we see Warren as a true three down back. Like He's definitely been the third down back even with Harris there, but he's been so efficient as a rusher as well. In fact, one of the best in the league. He has done fifth in broken tackle rate, 15th in yards before contact per carry, fourth evasive rate. Uh, 16 of his 18 targets have been caught. He's 20th in running backs uh, in yards per route run. He's just really productive in all facets of the game. He has more 10 plus yard runs than Najee Harris on the season on half the workload. So I really would, I would love to see him get a featured workload here and see what he does in a great spot against the Falcons who give up the ninth most points two backs again, only 25% rostered right now. I could see Jalen Warren putting up 20 plus fantasy points uh, when he finally gets unleashed. Now the risk, of course, as you mentioned, Benny Snell, what if he, after a 12 carry 62 and a touchdown effort, like maybe he gets involved too. And it's a, a two headed nightmare. And he's just Jalen Warren, the third down back. There is risk there to that, you know, but I just think Jalen Warren is too talented. He's been the clear-cut number two before this. 
I think he comes right back in, takes that role over, and has himself a really, really solid day against Atlanta. And must-watches, of course, we've been referencing for about a week now. Zonovan Knight, 0% owned, right? We, we're corner, that's our corner. So if the Zonovan Knight blows up, we can say we've been all over this guy. The one thing we haven't covered with him, do you know what his nickname is? Uh, ZK. It's three letters. Bam. Bam Knight. I mean, okay. if you have a chance to roll Bam Knight into the lineup, it's tough to turn that down. 17 touches last week. That's really all you need to know, especially the fact that he did really solid with him. Over 100 total yards on him. Also find the end zone. We know Ty Johnson will remain the third down back, but this guy showed a true three down skill set. They're not afraid to use him in the, the way they were using Mike Carter. I really like this, this kid, and we know Mike White likes to pepper his running backs. So if you have White, I think you can definitely – Toss uh, or no, Knight, not White. If you have Knight, though, I definitely think you can toss him in there. All right, wide receivers, you're higher on three guys. You like Tyler Lockett against the Rams, five spots above the experts um, as your wide receiver 15. You also like George Pickens. We talked about him earlier. You also like Brandon Ayuk, who's come up in a couple of these uh, super chat questions. We've used him in some hypotheticals. Uh, give me give me your quick breakdown on Lockett, Ayuk, and Pickens. Yeah, they're all similar players, so it's good you lumped them in there. In terms of they can just blow the fantasy matchup up on any given play. I really like Ayuk. I just continue to want to emphasize I love this game. And Miami's been a bottom 10 team against receivers all year, and especially if Debo's ruled out. That's only happened once so far this year, and we saw Ayuk finish as a top 10 receiver with over 17 fantasy points in that game. And anyways, he's been really solid, 24, 12, 17, 9, 15, and 9. Not below nine in any of his last six games. Just very, very solid floor for Ayuk, which was not always there. Plus, you have that 20-plus point ceiling. and a matchup, they're going to need points. I love him. Lockett has been insanely consistent this year. It's wild that he has just not missed a single beat with Geno Smith here. 10-plus half PPR points in all but two games. Rock-solid consistency. And he hasn't had that true blow-up in a little while. I think the Rams, bottom 10 uh, in terms of points allowed for wide receivers, they're a great matchup for wide receivers. I, def- I just have a feeling that Lockett's getting deep here, having a nice one. And as mentioned, George Pickens, the third best matchup for wide receivers against Atlanta, just as juicy as it comes. And people, oh, no, A.J. Terrell's there. He's looked like crap since he's returned from his injury. So I'm not worried whether he shadows him, Deontay Johnson. It doesn't matter for me. Yes, we had that zero-point dud uh, against Philly. You take that one out, though. He's at 15, 13, 16, and 9 across his last four weeks. He's the preferred target right now for uh, Kenny Pickett. I love George Pickens. I, just such a good player. Every time you see him, the guy makes a freaking play. I love him. Devontae Smith is a guy you are lower on. Going against Tennessee, you got him as your wide receiver, 31. The experts like him all the way up at 23. I got to say 23 seems high to me. So uh, yeah, it might I, be better I hear than- you on that meet in the middle here but here's the deal he hasn't finished above a top 24 wide receiver across his last five games 24 29 and then 59 54 and 59 finishes so the floor is pretty well and the ceiling just hasn't even been there either yes number two matchup for wide receivers a great spot against tennessee but they're more susceptible to the deep ball to the big that's where they're getting killed that's where i think aj brown comes in and just goes absolutely ballistic whereas smith We'll have some picking up, you know, cleaning up the scraps there. But I just don't see him finishing above a top 25 wide receiver, even in a good spot here. Uh, just because we haven't, even with without Goddard, you'd think this was where he'd be blowing up. Just hasn't been there right now. Hail Mary, Van Jefferson against Seattle, 28% yost, uh, rostered. Yuck. Yeah, it's not great. Again, going to anyone from the Rams will never feel good. But at this God. point, he's the clear cut. Who's the quarterback of the Rams again? 
Hey, no, 47 to 40. Bryce Perkins is the one throwing him the rock. So not, not sexy at all, but 47 to 48 snaps, 28 of 29 routes, led the team by a mile with six targets, which again, not a ripe fertile ground for fantasy production, but did score 29 yards, three catches. He's the go-to guy here. I think they're going to be chasing points. Uh, I think the Seahawks kind of just bomb them. We'll see how this game ends up flowing. But I like a good number one wide receiver. The other Hail Marys, just much more likely to be out there for you. DJ Chark, revenge game against the old Jacksonville Jaguars. He's seen eight, four, six, and five targets. Not monstrous, but not awful. Just scored last week against Buffalo. Could see him getting two against his old team. And Randall Cobb, obviously as unsexy as it comes, but 13-10, so nine unsexy. points in his last three full games. That's wide receiver 16. Randall Cobb was unsexy three years ago. He's been unsexy for about 10 years now. Right, and then he still continues to find the end zone, to convert the chains, and just gets it done. And we know Chicago, a really poor tackling secondary that's now going to be up without their safety too. I could see him getting into the end zone and having yet another 12 unsexy, but gets the job done type of points. <laughs> All right. Uh, must watch uh, Jamar Chase coming back. Obviously, we're hoping for a shootout between the Chiefs and the Bengals um, and our rookie watch. Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Traylon Burks. Uh, all very interesting. All very fun to watch. And uh, that's it. Let's look. Yeah, let's, let's I, I say we skip back. tight end. I didn't have any huge discrepancy. The no, one thing is like Greg Dolchik's. I continue to be minus eight to ten on him every single week. And it continues to be right because you don't okay. want to be tied to anything from that Broncos offense. It is just such a pain, and it's never really productive for you. I do like Evan Ingram at Detroit. Obviously, a good matchup for them. Plus three ECR. I have him at 13. Uh, he hasn't been great lately, but he does play in every snap role. And in all, I think that game, you know, who would have thought Detroit Lions versus the Jacksonville Jags is the shootout of the week? But it really has that type of, like, bad defense surging offenses. That game could go nuts, and maybe Ingram finds the end zone himself. Those are the only two guys I really wanted to highlight. I don't have any crazy Hail Marys for you guys. Like, I don't want to play Higby. Maybe, you know, Tyler Conklin is actually the one Hail Mary I'll toss out there. Revenge game against his old Minnesota Vikings. You got some competency under center finally for the first time. Uh, He's out there in nearly every league. He's had three catches for 50 yards. Every time when he had Flacco playing for him, he was a tight end. 11, 16, and 5. He was the, Remember, he was like the third highest scoring tight end for the first three weeks. He's a pretty solid player. He's got the revenge game motivation, and he's got competency under center again. So there you go. There's your tight ends. Got through them as fast as I could for you. All right, let's go to the mailbag, um, and let's get Dave in here. He's been waiting for a while. He just doubled his screen up. You see oh, that? yeah. which <laughs> I think one's, one is well, frozen. One's, fr- one's so frozen, show is, uh, frozen. Oh, no, it's one, not even going to show the frozen uh, face. Sadly. So uh, they removed remove the non-David Campanelli, but your frozen face looks great. On the uh, Collins Center, you can probably see it yourself. I can't talk to myself. Great. Um, <laughs> what's going on, guys? Oh, not what's much, up? Campanelli. Thanks for calling in. How are you, brother? I'm doing well. So, where are we on AJ Dillon this week? Coming off a good game, bad Rundy should be a situation where they can move the ball. I like AJ Dillon. I don't hate him. How I'm much not do you like? Out him? of my way to start him though, because um, I mean it's been pretty ugly. For the last, what, like seven weeks before this? So, even longer than that. Really all season, since week one. Hey, what week is it? It's like week 13, It's week right? 12. So, so you've had 11 uh, ugly weeks. I'm, I'm looking at his game logs. He had 18 in week one. He had 16 in week 12. All single digits in between there. So it's been tough. It's been ugly. It's not something I want to force. This is the type of matchup where like you could consider using him. But I imagine it's got to be – you have to have better options than this. I mean, who else are you comparing him to? Well, I could pick up Knight, Bam Knight, but I ha- I'm looking at my team right now, and 
he's really the only cuttable person unless I cut Odell or, you know, Stafford at this point. I mean, oh, I'm holding on this. Why, why would you hang on to Stafford? Stafford's not going to come back, David. You got to get, you got to let go. And even if he comes back, and if he was coming up? back, he would put up like nine fantasy. Exactly. Cut Stafford. <laughs> and he would be concussed by the second period. Yeah. <laughs> second cut, period. cut Stafford. Get rid of him. Done. No more. Cut Easy. Stafford, pick up Bam Knight and play Bam Knight. <laughs> so then <clears throat> who would you play Bam over? Would you play him over uh, Pacheco or Pollard? No. 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 Over Dylan, yes. <laughs> but not the other two. I agree with the Wolf on what that. What about right okay. I know Saquon's your 10, but he's been running like crap. It's Saquon. He's he's you can't, you can't Hey, look. We're gonna fight. play Bam Knight over Saquon. We're pulling you off. This is a great comment from Niners Worldwide. Stafford, are you high? I can't believe you are high, aren't you? That's why you're asking these crap questions. No, 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 I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> and then and then in other news, um <laughs> Truth, who are you mushing this week? And you AJ say, Dillon. No, I'm just kidding. You could say the Netherlands. It's okay. Um, no, I, I think the Netherlands is going to win. I think. Um, yeah, I, I think I think probably the probably the U.S. Great. <laughs> All right. Real, real, real patriot over there. Real country pride, mushing his own team. Well, oh. thanks, guys. No, I appreciate it. Remember, like, comment, subscribe. Grow the pack. Get the 3,000. Absolutely. Cheers, Campanelli. Thank you so much for the call. Always great to see you, even when your questions are questionable themselves. But Wolfpack, as you said, that thumbs up button is so greatly appreciated. We should be able to mow through the rest of this mailbag, but a super chat would help you cut the line. Just in case not, if you have a question you need to get our answer for, please do consider tossing us some money, supporting the show, and jumping the line here. Uh, otherwise, let's roll. Let's rip through these truths. All right. Pick two. Cortland Sutton, Gabe Davis, Jacoby Myers, DPJ. So this is a good, like, measuring bar for Gabe Davis. I'm going to play Gabe Davis over all these guys. Fuck Cortland Sutton. I mean, Cortland Sutton might be my next man up after I say fuck Cortland Sutton. Yeah, Because he know. has been an absolute target hog. What about DPJ? He gets Watson. He gets the nice deep ball throw. I mean, come on. You had a lot crazy. of DPJ stock back when you thought Watson might be playing. I know. It would feel fun to get him going in there, too. But I'm going to go Cortland Sutton over him. I, I know it's ugly. I know I just said avoid them at all costs. But look at his last three games, 10, 11, and 11. That's a pretty nice floor, 11, 7, and 8 targets. He's back to trustable. Uh, not somebody I love using, but he's been doing that even without finding the end zone. So I like Cortland Sutton as like a nice floor to balance out the big ceiling play tonight at Gabe Davis. That's where I'm, I go. What about I'm you? probably going Davis, DPJ. All righty. There we go. Interesting, Matthew Noto. Let us know what you do. All right, Debo, Jeff Wilson, Olave, DeAndre Swift, pick two. I'm going to go assuming Debo's in. I got to play him. And then I'm going to go Jeff Wilson. If Debo's out, though, Olave's a great next man up. I did like to see Swift get a little more involved last week. That was great. But I still – I have no faith that Dan Campbell – they seem to hate him over there. So I'm I'm nervous to trust him until I really do see him get back to that week one and two usage if he ever does. So I, I go definitely two of the first three. And just a matter of does Debo play or not. Jeff Wilson locked, and then you decide between which of those two receivers. Uh, and I go Debo myself, unless, of course, he's out, and then, of course, you go Olave. I do that exact thing also. Perfect. And Wolfpack, too, make sure – a bunch of you guys, like, I think I don't know if rushing yards in there tonight, but you guys are welcome to answer each other's questions in the chat. That's always so nice and appreciated when you guys help each other out. We'll keep our eyes peeled so we don't kind of keep pulling up comments and our answers. But feel free to help each other out, Wolfpack, and let us let you, let you guys know 
what you guys think. All right, Magic Mike, what do we got from the strip? Please enlighten me, fellas. I need a running back and a flex. Full PPR, Rashad White, Lenny, uh, Damian Pierce, Gabe Davis, George Pickens. Running back and a flex. Full For PPR. the running back? White versus Pierce is tough for me. It's not Lenny. I'm not trusting Lenny in his first game back from a hip. If he's even going to be back, we'll see. White versus Pierce is tricky, though, because I just I do like that matchup a lot. I would, abso- I would absolutely take Pierce. You'd absolutely take Pierce over, over Rashad White? Yep. I think I would, too. And I looked at my rankings. I have Pierce 16, White at 20, so a few spots separating them. So, yeah, I'm going to go Pierce there. And then I'm leaning one of the two receivers. You've back said to Pickens. Davis You've Pickens been saying again. Pickens. I, I lean Davis on this one. And I'm leaning Pickens. I, I love George Pickens this week. Oh, man, it's so scary benching Gabe Davis. Every time it comes out of my mouth, I, I swallow back a little puke. But, yeah, I'm going Pickens, Pickens and Pierce there. Who would you pick up between Zay Jones and Burks? Ooh, okay. Good question, JT86TN. Uh, and thank you for the support of the show. Much appreciated. This comes down to – as a one-week stream, I do prefer Zay Jones. Facing Detroit, coming off 10 and then 14 target weeks, like that's tough to not want. But if it's just like in terms of a bench stash, I think the talent of Burks, that, that rookie that could just go nuts down the stretch as we see every year. Uh, I'm leaning Burks as like the, the better player to have on a team, but I'm leaning Zay Jones as the better one-week start. So it really depends what you need, JT86TN. Uh, I, I would prefer Burks, though, in most cases. Fair enough. Denny Jennings, what's up, boys? Let's fucking go. Diggs going off 150 and two touchdowns. Ah, fuck off. (laughs) Fuck Diggs. (laughs) He is going to probably go off. Probably, yes. Brandon Uthman, what's up, fellas? Start New England defense tonight or pick up Minnesota versus Jets and hope that White regresses to a typical pathetic Jets quarterback. Man, (laughs) I don't – man, I don't – I don't love either of these. No, I don't Um, love either either. Uh, So – I'm not. I don't want to play New England tonight. You I'll can't. You, you can't play a defense against the Bills, even no, if they, they have been. You just two can't points do that. against the friggin' uh, the friggin' Vikings here. So, like, I'll toss out a handful that might be out there. Seattle's facing the Rams. 110 percent would go to them over any of them. Cleveland facing Houston. Not a bad spot out there in most leagues. Maybe you got to go to Pittsburgh facing Atlanta. That's not a bad spot either. They turn. They've been playing really much, much, much better with um with Watt back there. And if not them, you got Green Bay Packers against Chicago. All those are like under 50% rostered. So go to one of them. I'm not going to the Vikings. I don't want to go to the New England tonight. I would absolutely go to again. And I rank them in order. Seattle, Cleveland, uh, Steelers, and then Packers. One of those four teams has to be out there. Timothy Gray. Good evening, boys. Pick two out of Pierce, Alave, Gabe Davis, Christian Watson. Half point PPR. Need upside. Need Coming upside. through with a, a super chat, as you often do, Tim. Thank you so much for your support, my guy. Um, we're, a lot of these questions are involving a lot of the same players, too, huh? I know, but but they're different configurations, and like you said, they're they're interesting measuring sticks. They're kind of they're kind of putting you to the test as far as all right. They they all surround Gabe Davis and also Pierce. Pierce is in a lot of these too. I, yeah, now we get Christian Watson in there in the fray, who you guys all know I love. So the first piece of action here, Tim Gray is. I'm not going to play Gabe Davis here. Like there's good enough options. I can bench him. Plus you have guys that could. Right. There's a lot of upside here. We talk about the upside of Davis. All these guys have real upside. They do. Um, Honestly, I'm leaning Olave and Watson. I mean, Pierce definitely has some upside and a happy PR and a nice matchup against Cleveland. But to me, his floor is a little bit lower than the other two guys. I can't. 
Uh, but the Cleveland matchup is so juicy, too. I think it's really, really hard. I, I see what you're saying. I think it's really hard to not start a running back in this in the game between the two worst run defenses in the league by far. I think that's a really good point. Especially yeah. when it's not like he's sharing the backfield. Like, he's he's the guy. He is know? the guy. And they gave up a ton of big runs. And that's what he's kind of made his money on this year. We've is like, seen Clearly talented. I th- it'd be really hard to sit Pierce here. Even though I'm I know with he's you. Been- you know, the, the more we talk it through, yeah, we're getting Pierce in there. I, I feel like we, he's our higher of the week. So I, I'm going to go back to the well here. I think he he gets his job done. All he needs, like we can already see the red zone play where it's just like a nicely blocked lane. That happens against the, the uh, Cleveland Browns far more often than not. I just see him zipping right up the defense, ripping a 50-yard touchdown and all of us being like, whoa, you, you shouldn't have benched Pierce, right? So I, I'm getting Pierce in there. Which receiver you go to is going to be a really, really that's tough, tough decision. That's tough, man. Which tough. one? I said yeah. that's tough. I would probably lean – God, Watson maybe. Yeah, so I have Watson and Olave neck and neck. I have Olave 22, Watson 23. So I have Olave one spot higher. Uh, ultimately, he just had his first 100-yard-plus touchdown day, 19 points. Um, did come back down to earth a little bit against San Fran with just nine points. But San Fran, everybody comes back down. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you if you disagree with me on this. I, I honestly, you can make a real case for either of them. To, to me, I think there's a bigger risk of a disappearing act from Christian Watson, despite 31, 19, and 19 points these last three weeks. Like, I'm just a little bit more worried. He just suddenly disappears out of nowhere. Dubs has more snaps than we expect. You know Olave's locked in. He's on the field. He's played well all year. There's just a little bit more safety to a similar ceiling. So I go okay. very slightly Chris Olave over Watson. That does come down to your gut. But to me, I do bench Gabe tonight. And, and of course, just Dave, pray Dave, doesn't go for 30 Dave and make me have three touchdowns tonight, of course. So, yeah, Pierce um, and then your choice of the two receivers. Mine's Olave. Truce is Watson. You got to trust your gut there. As I said, they're within one spot. Either one, man. I don't uh, So some super chats are starting to roll in. Jose yeah, thank says, you guys so much. Pierce, Pollard, uh, Jay Williams, or Edwards. PPR, pick two. I got to go Pollard and Pierce. I th- ah, I mean, Williams has been such Jay a Williams who scores one. every single week. Yeah. So, <laughs> to me, Edwards isn't in this equation. He's in a whole no. year or two below these guys. Um, but, I mean, uh, this is tough. You know what? I think I'm going to go Pierce. And I'm going to go Jamal. Like, it's so how do you bench Jamal Williams when he's scoring? He leads the NFL with 13 touchdowns. Yeah, you can't bench the guy that has 13 touchdowns. It's insanity. <laughs> 21, 10, 12, 24, and 11. So, like, when he doesn't score, it's going to be ugly. But he just scores yeah, he every scored time. Every week, so it doesn't and, matter. and the Jags are a nice, soft matchup, bottom 10. Uh, so, great matchup for running backs. I think this game's going to be filled with points which means you're getting probably at least a single touchdown. I bet you it's yet another multi-touchdown. Over half of his games, he scored multiple times. This like, Pierce thing is going to bite us in the ass, but I, I still I – can't, I can't ignore the logic of starting him. Just, you can't what? Sorry? I said this Pierce thing is going to bite us in the ass, but I cannot ignore the matchup. I, I got to roll him out. Yeah, I'm definitely going Williams. Uh, and then Pierce versus Pollard, it really is like a, a matter of risk tolerance. There's far more risk with Pierce. Um, you know, he could just disappear and have yet another third three-point day, and then you're never thinking about him again. But the matchup is just so good for him this week, and he is, I still think, a very, very good player. Um, but then you look at Tony Pollard, 33-20 and 34 points, seven last week, and that's what I'm kind of looking at. He finally took over the backfield, 
but Zeke is going to always get the touchdowns there. And he just Pollard gets Indianapolis a decent run D this week. So yeah, I think I'm leaning Pierce over Pollard and I'm just locking in Williams, hoping for the touchdowns. It's very tricky. Similar Pollard's like a Gabe Davis with a higher floor though. Like he could go for 30. He's got two 30 point days on the year. He's only one of three running backs that have multiple 30 point days. So like it's, you know what you're benching, you're benching some serious ceiling there. I just feel good about Pierce. I really think he's going to smash Cleveland on the ground. We're just going to get back and forth running back duels. And I just can't bench Jamal Williams with his two touchdown upside this week. So that's where I lean. You're you're aligned with me, Truth. I am aligned with you, but it really makes my stomach turn. Not not being aligned with you, just it's a tough choice. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's six. So I literally kid you not. Damian Pierce, 16, Jamal Williams, 17, Tony Pollard, 18. I want to check my rankings. That's, see, like, that's really tough, man. Like um, They're literally in the same tier, all neck and neck. Okay, I mean, you're putting your that. money where your mouth is. You're, you're saying if you're going to if you're gonna rank these guys and have them one over the other, then you, you got to take them. I mean, the every time, does have every time I call you on something and I, I'm like, yeah, Mike White, I'd take him over Brady. And you're like, yeah, I got Brady ranked higher. I don't like that. I'm going to switch it. It's like, yeah, yeah you got this guy ranked above him. That's why we do rankings. Yeah. Um, all right, Dragon the Beast, uh, thanks for the super chat. Jacoby Myers or Mac Hollins, real quick. I'm going to go Jacoby Myers. I know I said I don't love him tonight because he was banged up, and that's always an added risk. Like, what if he lands on the shoulder the wrong way? Um, and Ramondre's really been eating into that that over-the-middle-of-the-field type of role, five, seven, and eight half PPR points. Not great. In a full PPR, he definitely has a little more appeal. Mac Hollins, though, is just definitely boom or bust. Uh, you, you know you're getting tons of Josh Jacobs. You're getting tons of Devontae Adams. And then Matt Collins, you're hoping for a touchdown out of nowhere. Uh, 3, 3, 8, and 14, like just a much lower floor and not a crazy higher ceiling to Matt Collins uh, and not a great spot against the Chargers. Not a bad spot, but not great either. So I'm going to go Myers, hope they're chasing points, and he just kind of dinks his way down the field and you get a nice like seven catch 80-yard day. That's what I'm thinking. What about you, Truth? I agree with that. That's who I would go for as well. And I love either of them, but that's who I'd go and for. And thank you guys, by the way, Jose, Dragon the Beast, and uh, Timothy for your Super Chats, as well as you, Justine Garcia. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. PPR, and you've been waiting. The only reason you've been waiting is because, like, three people uh, made Super Chats right before you. Uh, I saw you as soon as you uh, threw it in. But anyway, thanks a lot, and hopefully uh, we can give you a good answer. PPR, Monty, Kyron, Pacheco, Wilson, pick three or two running backs and Zay or Pickens. Drop any rail, uh, running backs, uh, I guess any of those running backs for Jalen, Jalen Warren, um, Herbert or Fields, half point, pick one, Pacheco, Pierce, White, Wilson. All right, there's a lot there. Um, yeah, a lot going on, Justine. So <laughs> I appreciate the super chat because we do have to unpack a lot here. To me, I like Monty and Bad I'm, Green I'm clearly going Wilson here. I'm definitely going Monty and Wilson, yeah. So okay. uh, those, are, those are my favorite. Do you like three. Zay or Pickens more than Kyron or Pacheco? I like Pickens more than, yes, okay. uh, than Pacheco. Definitely more than Kyron. Kyron's not in this question. We can toss him. Okay, so we're going Monty, Wilson, and Pickens. and then Pickens the next- or Pacheco's really, really close. And Jalen Warren, if he is the true starter, also mm-hmm. makes that a really, really tough question as well. But I love Pickens. I think he's in a great spot against Atlanta. I love the players. You certainly well. would drop Kyron for Jalen, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I don't think Kyron's going to ever serve. Even Like we said, even if he has the true three-down role, we think it's going to be worth shit. Right. He's not that good, and he's in an awful team. <laughs> so, yeah, like I, I think you definitely drop Kyron for Jalen. Just at least, if nothing else, you're not getting you're not going to face Jalen Warren there. Uh, right, so, yeah, about, I do that. How about um, Herbert or Fields, half point? 
I'm going Herbert. Now that now that Keenan Allen's point. back, Herbert or Fields, right? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Herbert with Keenan Allen back. He's been, he was the QB three last week. We seem to have that ceiling back with Justin Herbert. That's kind of been missing all year here. It kind of gives you a reason to avoid the risk of Fields. What if he doesn't run more often? What if it flares up? He takes a hard hit and he's out for the second half. There's just none of that risk with Herbert, and they both have similar ceilings. Fields definitely higher ultimately of a ceiling but definitely a much lower floor too and that makes me lean towards herbert uh in terms of half pick one between pacheco pierce white or wilson i think i'm going jeff wilson here i know we've yeah, been going definitely pierce going jeff wilson here, but we're a jeff wilson show we always have here uh, and justine since <laughs> fantasy you fullback guy jump. brought to you by uh, jeff wilson yeah exactly my body pillow of jeff wilson uh <laughs> in the bedroom it's causing issues these days uh out of monty kyron pacheco and wilson I would, again, drop Kyron Williams to get Jalen Warren um, or Gus Edwards, either one of them, any of those running backs, honestly, over Kyron Williams at this point. Um, Interesting league rules there. All righty. Thank you guys so much for the Super Chats. As we said, we thought we'd be able to mow through this mailbag and get to it all, but those Super Chats kind of derailed us. We have, what, uh, 20 minutes till kickoff or so here, so we'll get through as many as we can. If you need a guaranteed answer, please do consider tossing some money. We'll keep our eyes peeled for those. Otherwise, that thumbs up button again would be so great. We got about 50 of you here with us. That's so awesome. Thank you so much. Lots of new names too. Please do consider subscribing, joining the Wolfpack. We're so close to 3K. It would be awesome to have you help us hit that goal and join us for more shows so we can keep answering those questions. All right, Edward says, yo, guys, start one. Full PPR, Kamara, White, Swift, Brian Robinson, Zeke, or Bam Knight. Which one? Pick one. I think it's Kamara. I know how upsetting and disappointing he's been, but he's tough to bench now. What about hey you? Guys, you have Kamara. Would you bench Yeah, I'd go Kamara, and I hate him, and I'd still start him. <laughs> hey, guys, please pick one. Pollard, Jeff Wilson, or Watson? We're Going well, Jeffrey. Wilson, uh, come on. It's, it's a Jeff Wilson show, and it's tough. I mean, uh, oh, yeah, but I'm going Jeff, yeah. Jeremiah wants to know, drop the Chiefs D to pick up the Seahawks D, or do I hold on to the Chiefs for their upcoming matchups? I'm in a, not in a must-win game. I basically already clinched the playoffs. Oh, then, Jeremiah, you keep those Chiefs. I mean, you've seen that schedule. Weeks uh, 15 and 17, absolutely gorgeous. Pick up the Titans defense as well. Week 15, they got a home game against the Texans. You got a week uh, 17 or weeks, so that's week 16. Week 17, you get the Chiefs against uh, the, the Broncos. That's all you need. So if you got it locked up, no reason to go after those Seahawks. All right, um, rolling along. You see where we are? Yeah, should Juan, I should start I, for Juan Pena? Knox, Jawan Johnson, or Hunter Henry? So Jawan Johnson is questionable to play, not worth risking it, waiting it out for. So Hunter Henry versus Knox, I know Henry had that big game last week, but I got to go to Knox. It's been a tight end funnel defense for the Pats. Been very, very good against receivers. Pretty poor, bottom seven against tight ends. I think it's a good spot for Knox, despite his dis- disappointing effort last week. Eric Underwood says, I hope you guys are having a good night. Thank Start you. one, PPR, Myers, Zay Jones, or Palmer. I like Palmer here. I'm going to go Palmer, yeah. I do I do prefer Palmer, assuming that he's out, uh, Mike Williams. And if he's in – Mike Williams isn't going to play him in. No, I don't think he is. So, yeah, we're going to go Palmer there. Giuseppe, good day, gentlemen. Sutton, Ayuk, Zay Jones, Mac Hollins. And for running back, Kamara or uh, Rashad Wade, PPR. I'm going to go Kamara for the running back. And then for the receiver, I'm going Ayuk all day. Me too. Titans D or Patriots D, Devontae Smith or Gabe Davis, PPR. Going Gabe Davis there. That's one where I will actually go Davis tonight. Um, definitely not Patriots D. I don't love the Texans, Titans D. The Titans D get the Eagles, though. Yeah, but you just, yeah, you just can't go rolling out teams against the Bills too much. I know the or Patriots the Eagles, have a good though. defense. You can't or go, the Eagles. You know, so go Seattle against the Rams. Go Browns against Houston or uh, Pittsburgh against Atlanta. Three defensive 
one of them is going to be out there for you. Juan says, who for my flex? Jamal Williams, Antonio Gibson, Juwan Johnson, Curtis, Samuel. Jamal Williams. Williams, 100 man. times out of 100. Absolutely. Truth, we are at eight. Do you think I just fire up a, a rapid fire? You want to just keep your eyes peeled for Super Chats? Is that cool with you? Sure, go for it. All righty. The East rules, NFC and AFC. It sure does. Hunter Henry or Conklin? I actually prefer Conklin with Mike White, as I talked about. He's my uh, Hail Mary of the week. I'm from Cali. Love screw the, the Cali teams. I know you're from Cali, Jeremiah. I always uh, thought you were like Midwest for some reason. Wolf, you've been recommending my DK Lockett stack, but I just realized my opponent is starting Geno. Uh, by the way, I have Josh Allen. He has Diggs. Playoffs on the line. Considering Pickens over Lockett, I mean, I love Pickens this week, and I still would rather just have the stack. I mean, there's no way Geno's going off without those two going off. So it's almost like a layer of defense. Unless you're a huge underdog and you can't play that stacking game, I would still go. In fact, that almost makes it more appealing to me to have those two guys locked in. Running back two, full PPR from our guy Fatty, Latavius, Gus, or Warren. Assuming Warren is the starter, I think it's him. Although Latavius did just have 18 carries, was an absolute workhorse. But again, Broncos are so, so fucking bad. I I never want to have him. So I'm going They really Warren. are just so um, terrible. Yeah, I'm going Warren unless we get reports. It's like a clear Are the Broncos the second worst team in the NFL? Maybe the worst. I mean, the Texans uh, are the Texans worst. are the worst. Are they yeah, the second yeah. worst team, though? I think they, they sure are. could be, yeah. The defense is so good, too, which is so insulting to – have them in the bottom three conversation, but yeah, uh, pick one receiver, one flex for our guy tunes, Gabe Davis, Pickens, D Johnson, hunt Burks. So I'm going to go Pickens is my favorite of this list. I'm going to go Gabe Davis is my next favorite on this list. Uh, flex half PPR Lazard, Zay DPJ for our guy, Denny Jennings. I like DPJ here with uh, Watson coming back that deep ball, getting uncorked like it. Giuseppe, Jacoby Myers, Gus Edwards, AJ Dillon, or Kyron. I like Gus here. I mean, 18 carries last week, his first game back, 84% carry share. He immediately jumped over uh, uh, Kenyon Drake. Daniel Duong, Myers versus Buff or Burks versus Philly? Ooh, that's close. Burks has been rolling hot, but that's a really good secondary. I'm going to lean Myers here, uh, but it's it's not a runaway, so you got to trust your gut there. Jeremiah, would you bench Gabe for Palmer, Sutton, Burks, or Piran? I would for Palmer, yes. Uh, Gabe Davis or Jacoby? I'm going Gabe uh, there, let's go for the upside, especially in half PPR. What's going on, Chip Duvall? Murray or Swift? Also have Jalen Warren if Najee sits. I like Jalen Warren over any of these guys, but if if uh, Najee does not sit, I prefer Murray in that one. My guy, Rushing Yard, you answered all those questions last time. Good to see you. Welcome back. Uh, Elijah Moore for week 13. Mike White is the GOAT, but just keep in mind, Elijah Moore only ran uh, routes on 45% of the routes. Corey Davis was clearly ahead of him. We know more came through, so maybe get this role elevated, but I have a hard time going to him quite yet till I see him get back to full time. Andres, pick two wide receivers, Davis, DPJ, Watson, Pickens. I'm going Pickens and Watson, baby. Would you flex any of the other receivers over Rashad or Miles Sanders? Oh, do I do Gabe Davis over Miles Sanders? Oh, that's tough. Um, I don't think I do, but that's close. What do you think, Truth? Gabe Davis or Miles Sanders? I hate that question. Uh, I if I didn't, if I didn't have anything going on tonight, I'd probably play Gabe Davis just to have some action. Just have some action. Yeah, that might be the uh, the call there. That's really, really tough. I think I just go Pickens, Watson, and then play Sanders. But it is, uh, uh, or if you can go Rashad White over them, yeah. So there we go. Pick up Warren. Absolutely, I think you should pick him up. Uh, we already answered that one, Mountain Man. I believe uh, for you, we said Pickens and White. Uh, is where I lean. Remember, thank you again. Campanelli, to like, sub, all that good stuff. Help send us to the moon. It would be so greatly. Wolf is down on Vanity. Exactly. I tweeted that out, Jeremiah. I cannot wait to watch him erupt from my bench and just hate my life tonight. 
Uh, that's how it goes with Gabe Davis. Uh, Davis is my kryptonite. Yeah, no, it's not rude at all, Jeremiah. He has been. Like, You're allowed you to talk a little shit, Jeremiah. It's okay. Uh, it's absolutely fair to call me out. Gabe Davis has been an absolute pretzel. But I don't think anybody's been right on Gabe Davis this year. It's, like, it's either 30 or it's zero, and it's so tough to ever know. Wolf well, hype and CMC, like he had some passion and romance for Jeff Wilson. There's no romance quite like a Jeff Wilson romance, folks. No. Nah. It makes you feel <laughs> safe. <laughs> it does. It's so steady and safe and just, oh, I love him. Uh, ETN, Jeff Wilson, Rashad White, or Lenny. Start two. I'm going ETN and I'm going Jeff Wilson there and avoiding the uh, committee backfield there, Trey S. New to the live. Good to see you, Sean. Are we sitting Gabe Davis tonight? I am personally. It depends on your options. Like we did see again, like Jacoby Myers versus him. Um, and I would go Davis in that case. But if it's like Christian Watson, George Pickens, I'm going with some of those upside rookies instead. <laughs> Smash the mother effing thumbs up. Yo, there's our guy, Jeff Lee. Great to see you. Picked up Jalen Warren and dropped Kyron Williams today. I think that's a great move. I would absolutely endorse anybody to do that. Uh, definitely add Watson. Yes. I mean, yes, absolutely. He has never finished lower than the QB7. Uh, so full PPR. Again, it depends on what the other options are, Sean. But, yes, I, I'm most likely benching Davis if you have a Watson, a Pickens, anything like that. Pickett or Mike White? Just happy it's definitely Mike White there. White. Um, I'm decent. Uh, I have Eagles, Chiefs, Vikings. I don't love any of those guys. Again, I'd rather go Seattle, um, or unless you're talking about the playoffs, Millie C, and just loading up on good matchups. But again, look for Seattle, look for Cleveland if it's for this week. Need two for Justin Reese, Myers, Zay Jones, Christian Watson, or Deontay. I'm going Christian Watson, and I think I'm going to go Zay Jones, and I need to adjust my rankings because I have Myers ahead of him. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you, uh, David, for letting Dave, me thanks know for running some recon. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Love to see it. Pat Sullivan. Gabe Davis or Juju? I'm going to go Juju there. Pat Sullivan. Juan Pena. Uh, Thielen, Samuel. <laughs> looks like you only got two options. No, it looks like so. Thielen and Samuel are your guys. It looks Juan. like Thielen and Samuel. Is, I hope you have a better option than Samuel, though. Oh, man. He doesn't even play uh, run roots, man. He doesn't. He's barely out there. At this point. <laughs> uh, Trey, yes. Juwan or Knox? I'm going Knox tonight, baby. Uh, I guess you're loading up on the Bills, but what an offense to load up on. Brian Robinson was dropped in my league. Would you drop Mostert? Gus Bus for him? Uh, maybe Mostert, Robert, but I don't know that Robinson – I dropped him in a league, and I kind of regret it, but not really. Uh, I dropped him for Jeff Wilson. So actually, I regret nothing. Uh, Elijah Moore for him. Uh, no, not for Elijah Moore. Oh, drop Elijah Moore, yes. Drop Elijah Moore for Brian Robinson. Absolutely. Sure, sure. You're welcome out, man. Thanks for coming to the show. Hopefully you sub. Uh, hopefully we get it right for you. Uh, we will see what happens there. Right. There's the question for Juan Pena. Thielen, Curtis Samuel, Zay Jones, DeAndre Carter, Mike Williams, Judy. I'm going to go Thielen and uh, Zay Jones Zay there. Jones. Juan Pena. Gabe Davis sucks ass. He only plays well against shitty teams. And Pats aren't a shitty defense, so we will see. But Jeremiah starting Gabe. Again, probably smart because he's on my bench, which means he's probably going to go bananas tonight. If Najee sits Jalen over Rashad White, I'd still probably go Rashad White because uh, it's probably still going to be somewhat of a committee for Jalen. Uh, thanks for the highlight, boys. You've earned it, Jeff. Absolutely. You're a legend, Jeff. Uh, Pickens, Sutton, or Thielen. I'm going to go Pickens there, Chris. Gabe Davis has hurt my season more than Justin Herbert. Yeah, both of those guys have been pretty rough. So far this year. Thank you again, David. Hyping up the boys. I'm scared to start Gabe. Is there any – there's no super chats we've missed, right, Truth? I, I'd feel bad to hype No, I'm, I've actually got another screen right next to me. Oh, perfect. Okay, thank you. I'm scared to start Gabe. Gabe or Wilson Jr.? Um, I'm going Wilson. Jeff Wilson always, baby. Uh, left Coast Kicks. Gabe or Wilson Jr. are both sits. Oh, sitting Jeff Wilson. Sitting Jeff? Woo. Uh, oh, man. I like all QBs. Makes you feel so easy. safe. Thank you, Justine, for answering mine. He's going Lawrence against Detroit over Fields. And Watson, it's such a tough choice. Uh, and if anybody else has any insight onto Lawrence 
versus Fields versus Watson. That's my dilemma of the week. Need two receivers in a flex standard. Evans, Wilson, Kirk, Sutton, Pearson, Edwards. Whew, a lot of good options here. Uh, I like Garrett Wilson the most of the receivers. I like Christian Kirk a lot. I'm, I always worry about Evans versus Lattimore if he's in. So we got to track that news. Come back on um, Sunday. If Lattimore's out, I feel a lot better about Mike Evans. Seven um, minutes like, to kick off. We'll got, got let's roll go. Here. We'll go Kirk and Wilson. And uh, the flex, we're going to go Pierce. Uh, keep rolling with him. Two over Dak, Jeremiah? Yeah. I would, yes. Absolutely. Uh, I think play Fields. Thank you. Yeah, that's the upside is absolutely there, Daniel. I appreciate you weighing in on mine. Dynasty Superflex trade. Uh, I, I don't know. It depends. If you're a real contender, then maybe, but not for two seconds, I don't think. Next year is going to be a deep class. Craig, sup, fellas? Sit one, half PPR, Debo, Pickens, DPJ, Kamara, Pierce, Wilson Jr. I'm sitting DPJ, but, of course, if Debo's out, that makes it even easier for you. Hippie Deluxe, coming in late. Should I sit Olave for Gabe Davis? I'd play Olave there, Hippie Deluxe. Any masseuses in the house? We only get our masseuses on Instagram at Rotary. Yes, exactly, Delano. Uh, he's probably at Deshaun Watson. He's uh, sponsored by Deshaun Watson's masseuses. Oh, uh, my God. Sarah uh, Riley at PPR, ETN, Jamal Williams, or Jeff Wilson. I think I'm benching Jamal there, and that's fucking nothing. Oof. No, I do not trust Swift. I'm with Oof. you. Now. St. Brown, Higgins, Ayuk, or Davis? I'm going St. Brown and Higgins there, Sarah Riley. Uh, I guess I'll He's hail Mary. loaded, man. Gabe and Swift over Wilson and Sanders. I don't know which one's San- – I would go – I'd go oh, – I'm definitely going Wilson. I'm not going Swift over Wilson. Gabe versus Sanders is a real tough one, left coast kicks. I think I'd go Sanders, though. Jalen Warren or Gabe Davis on flex? Uh, we don't know that Warren's the starter yet, so I think I'd roll out Gabe Davis. Jacoby, Dragon the Beast. Uh, we already answered that one. We said Jacoby. At Stafford, are you high? Uh, need to know soon. Oh, thank you for the super chat. So you figured yeah, out the way. You yeah. jumped the line. There's our hype man, Texas hustler. Wolf Woo. and baby Gronk. Dallas, Texas is watching. You hit the like and sub button. Let's go. The two realest guys. I love it. Daddy Davis or Myers. And so we've gotten that one a bunch. I'm still going to go Davis in that case. I'd rather have the ceiling potential of Davis than the boring like eight to nine points of Jacoby Myers. Eric Underwood, Fields or Lawrence? I said the same question I have. I'm likely going to roll Fields, assuming he's fully ready to go. Zamir White or Gabe Davis? Gabe Davis, 100%. Josh Jacobs hasn't been ruled out, or I don't even think there's any reports that he might be. So, yeah, we're definitely going Gabe Davis there. Pancakes or waffles? I'm more of a waffles guy. What about you, Truth? Uh, I think I'd probably go pancakes here. Oh, okay. Uh, Gino or Trevor? I'm going uh, Trevor there. Uh, Jeff Wilson or Palmer? I'm going Jeff Wilson. How many, how many waffles do you think you could eat in one sitting if you had to? If it's like those little eggos, I can eat like a – Okay, a how many eggos? How many about eggos do you think? I, I bet you could do like 15 eggos. Yeah, I think I could probably eat like 15 pancakes. Sickening, but yeah. Iuke, <laughs> uh, Palmer, Watson for a flex. I'm going Iuke uh, over these guys. Watson a close second. Damian Pierce or Zay Jones? I'm going Damian Pierce tunes. Uh, like and sub, get the wolf back out there. Thank you, Giuseppe. Pierce or White? I'm going to go Pierce, Levi Steve. A lot of Pierce questions. I'm going to make sure. I told you he's all over this, this show. And I understand why, but I feel good about him against Cleveland. It's a it's a risk, but I feel good about a rebound from Damian Pierce, folks. Uh, can you pick one for me this week? Pittman, Lockett, Ayuk. I'm going Lockett, Michael Fawcett. Ayuk would be a close second. Zay versus Lions or Burks versus Philly? I'm going Zay um, versus those Lions for a one-week stream. Oh, yeah, we already answered that one. Uh, 909 orbits. We got White, Monty, Pacheco, Knight. We need two options here. I'm going to Monty, and I think I'm going to White uh, there. Crush the like, thumb button. Damian Pierce, a must sit. Okay. So Jeff Lee is not in agreement there. 
On Wilson either. He, Jeff Lee is just subversive. Yes, he's not, we're not in lockstep with our guy, Jeff, but that's all good. I hope, you know, that means one of us will be right. We'll see who it is. DK versus Rams or Olave versus Bucks. I'm going DK all day. I mean, the what, 11 catches last week. I like, love DK. I love DK so much. Neil Patel, start one PPR. I'm going uh, Myers, I think, over Devonta. Um that doesn't feel great, though. I need to adjust my rankings. It doesn't feel good, does it? No, I, I'm lower. The more I got questions I see about Jacoby, and the, the more I don't want to go. I'm, I'm bumping him down in the rankings uh, before kickoff right here. Wolf, the DK lock. Oh, yeah, so we got that one. Um, I, I'm going to keep going with the stack, baby. Help needed. Josh Allen or Justin yeah, Herbert. Even with, even with Dino on the other side. Wow. That, that makes me like it. Uh, I'm definitely going Josh Allen. You never bench Josh Allen there. Uh, Davis, Lazard, Olave, non-PPR. I'm going to go Olave, Olave very slightly over Davis. I uh, just traded Pacheco, Jerry, Judy, Jeff Wilson for Amari Cooper. Uh, not bad, but I feel like Wilson for Cooper would have been straight up. But Wilson does have a, a tough playoff schedule, and Cooper has the easiest for wide receivers. So I see what you're doing if you're playoff mind. That's not a bad move. Uh, Giuseppe picked up Goff in case Fields didn't go. Now he practiced. I would definitely drop Goff for Warren because you could always pick up another QB similar to that. That's playoffs, Wolf. Yeah, there you go. Planning for the playoffs, not a bad thing. Jacoby Myers or Debo Samuel? Debo Samuel, Giuseppe, and if he misses, we'll find another option. USA, let's go, baby. Start Knox or Conklin. I'm going Knox, Cali, Loco. (laughs) 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 Denny comes in with a fire at the end. Denny off the top rope. (laughs) Yeah, is there a difference between the two? I don't don't see one. Um, My 12-team family league is trade trash. Apparently our trade deadline, nobody's communicating. Yeah, that's always a pain in the ass. Picked up Brian Robinson Jr. and Zay Jones for flex depth. I would probably lean Zay Jones. You got that Detroit matchup, 10, 14 targets in his last two. Uh, so I like that there. I just bumped Jacoby below Traylon Burks, below Zay Jones. I'm hitting the publish button. And that's our last question, Wolfpack. So thank you guys so much. A lot of new names there. I'm going Watson over Davis Reaper. That's the same dilemma I have. And I'm going uh, Watson myself. But this was awesome. A lot of great yeah, questions. Show. A lot of good interaction. I, I mean, we're benching Davis in a lot of spots, so here comes. But the not ball. all of them. But not all spots. I mean, but we, not all we like spots, him over no. plenty of people. We're definitely in there for some. He's out there for others. So we will see how it goes. We'll be back live Sunday AM ten forty five. If you are new, please do consider hitting that sub button, helping us push towards three K. We'll be live four times a week answering your questions. Would we'll be so good to see repeats. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for your uh, menu, your, your manners there. It's always nice to have some nice Wolfpack manners there. But you guys are awesome. All of our content, not just the live streams, is also live at rotostreetjournal.com. My rankings, our articles, all that good stuff. So much good analysis from so many smart people. So check out rotostreetjournal.com. You breed and feed, you fancy wolves. Best of luck tonight. A world of fancy sheep. Be the wolf. Go Pats. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Later, guys. Later. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. Oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. 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 Second down, third effort, touchdown, oh. That's pretty awesome. That's old-fashioned football right there, folks.